You've heard of TED Talks. Check out Toad Talks, countryafradio.com. It's Toad here. I'm sitting here with, uh, with our good friend, Carter Winner. What's up, brother? You know, it's another day in Vegas. That's right. Got your friend here, Anthony. I don't know your last name, Anthony. Anthony Mossberg. Mossberg. Yes, sir. Mossberg. It's like Moss. Like, like the gun, but I'm not part of them, so I'm not nearly as rich. So you're trying to struggle through life, just like we all are. I'm pretty good at it. Dude, Carter, what is this, your third or fourth time back here? Um, yeah, man. It might be like the fourth I mean, or fifth time. Maybe yeah. fifth time, huh? Yeah. It's like a little little piece of home out here. It is a piece of home out here. I think every time you come here, something changes. We've got this cool little room up here, Country AF Radio, where we're just we're just exposing artists in a, in a completely different manner, like trying to have some fun. For sure. No, this is very cool. Uh, I haven't done a whole lot of radio interviews, so I'll probably mess some stuff up. Dude, that's all right. I haven't either. Because the only neat thing about this is you can say fuck, so I'll just get that out of the way nice. right now. There we go. That's awesome. <laughs> You, we just we just did something for the second time. Um, we had this nice little private VIP kind of thing where um, some of your fans got to come in and get, got to hear some music, where it came from, where it started, and then they got to break some bread with you and hang out. What do you, what do you think of that process? I thought it was really cool. Um, you know, anytime people show up to see you is, I mean, it's great, especially on the you know the other side of the country. And I say that all the time, but not having much radio play, it's a big deal for people to come out and see you. You know. Cause, yep. But it was very cool. It was a very intimate thing, which I'm not always good at. And I thought we were going to be playing on the stage. And you're like, oh, no, like, you're not. So just, <laughs> just put a stool in front of the people. And so we got down there and played a couple songs. It was fun. It was cool. I, I liked it uh, uh, off the cuff. I didn't even think about it. I mean, like I said, we've only done this once before. And we're kind of like still putting the pieces together for it. Just to make it the best for the artist, the best experience for the fan. Because I can tell you there's 20-something people in there. And uh, I bet every one of them, just if they didn't love you before, they do now. Yeah, it's very cool. And I mean, a lot of them showed up wearing merch, you yeah. know, Carter Winter shirts. And I, I, there's not a whole lot I love more than that. It's very cool. Now, I'll, well, maybe when they start singing your songs, right? Yeah, for sure. They'll be singing tonight. Yeah, I'm not even worried about that. It's kind of fun. I can tell you the responses that we've had. And um, people dig you, dude. They love it when you come back here. And I can actually tell you that after New Year's, you were here. Mm -hmm. um, probably within the next week, people are asking when you were coming back. That's awesome. Coming back? When's he coming back? That's the best we can hope for, man. We go out and, and give a good show and, you know, make sure we say hi to everyone we can and, and come back. You're on a little run right now, and I, I would want to say it's just West Coast, but I just overheard you guys saying that you're running through Texas next. Yeah, we, uh, we've been out for about a month now. We've got a couple more weeks left on this tour, and we've been through California and Arizona, Oregon, which is, uh, we've played a lot of new places. Idaho for the first time the other night, they were great to us, and but yeah, we head to Texas next for, for five shows. That's, that's pretty rad. Who's doing your booking for you now? Uh, I'm with UTA. So those guys have been real good to you. They've been very cool. That's awesome. Did you get down to San Diego this time or no? Yeah, we played San Diego, Anaheim, Sacramento, Bakersfield. Wow. That's pretty rad. Mm -hmm. That's probably, is this, is this the biggest run you've done so far, like consecutively? It, it might be, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. You like the road? Yeah, I mean, living in a van with seven dudes isn't very cool, but <laughs> other than that, it's great. You sure? <laughs> What's next, man? Do you guys going to get like a bus? Is it, is that the is that the goal or maybe That's the goal, but you got to have a hit song first, I feel like. Right. I don't have one of those yet, but I have new music coming out and I think some of those things might change for I'm, us. I'm going to say I've, I I heard um I want to say like probably eight songs didn't realize there was more. I drove from one side of the town to the other and I listened to the whole thing in between some phone calls, but it was pretty cool, man. Like some of the stuff on the, you played one of them today during soundcheck mm -hmm. that I forgot the name of it already. I got me. That song's badass. I appreciate it, man. That song's super badass. I hope you guys push that one out and I hope you guys give us the go soon to allow us to push that one out. Absolutely. I mean, if, it, if it's completely up to me, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. Well, it is, dude. <laughs> Wait, I mean, what we, I got to do, talk we, to Zach? No, we got, we got the Rock Nation deal. So, I mean, they have a hand in things. So. Right. 
what else is new, man? Like, like you haven't been here since New Year's. Like, what's what's changed other than the road for you? You've done um, some writing, recording. Yeah, I mean, I think since New Year's, we just talked about UTA. We've been with them for like six months or so, which is very cool. And uh, yeah, just just writing songs and touring as much as we can and, and trying to enjoy it. It seems like professionally, everything is, is pretty good. And, you know, we're moving along as we should. It's just my personal life that's fucked up. I'm just trying to figure that out. How can that be so fucked up, dude? You're Carter Winter. I don't know, man. You know, and, and people say that, you know, you're on your way and all that stuff, but that's not what you think about when you're drinking out of a bottle at 2 a.m., you know? <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah. Dude, where did Lipstick on My Bottle come from? Uh, that was just a fun song, you know? Um, it came from a song title of a writer that I work with in Nashville, Sarah Sadler, a super cool girl. And uh, she had the song title, and I just kind of wrote it from there. I just wanted it to make it cheeky and fun, and that's what we did. I remember... Last year, at some point, you guys were in California. You guys put together a little video. I think I saw it on Instagram or something like that. We just did the acoustic jam sitting on the beach. Yeah, that was very cool. I mean, it, and that video kind of took off and it ended up, you know, being a single for the last record. That's awesome. You're in Vegas here, and you've got um, one of your best friends with you. Yeah, man, it's very cool. My friend Anthony Mossberg. Um, it's kind of a funny story. We met, I don't know, like six years ago or something in Columbus, and we were doing this songwriters night before I think before I was doing anything in Nashville, and. I'm very proud of the writing that I do. And I write, you know, 99% of my songs. But Anthony was playing one night a song called Whiskey and Wine. And I heard it and I knew it was like super special. So that night he got done playing. I think it was the first time he ever played it. I bought him a beer and, I'm, you know, we're just talking and bullshitting. And we became really good friends. And like a year and a half later, I text him. I said, hey, man, can you think of, you know, I want something. Do you know what it is? And he's like, I don't know. You want to get a beer, bullshit, same, same shit we usually do. And I'm like, no, I want to record Whiskey and Wine. He's like, go for it. And it ended up being a, a huge song for us. That's awesome. Yeah, it was it was an awesome uh, process. That was the first time that I'd ever played the song live. It was a songwriter's round where you try out new songs. And uh, I had had this song I wanted to write about Johnny Cash, June Carter, and messed up one of the lines in the first thing. And I was like, oh, this is going to be terrible. People are going to boo. And then like, as soon as I got done, people went crazy. It was very, they were very kind about it. And then he came up, bought me a beer, and we hung out. And then uh, just kind of kept going. So get to write the song kind of hit you and you were just like <clears throat> yeah man it was it was i just knew it was special as soon as i heard it and it wasn't necessarily a country song when it first came out and i'm like that would be an incredible traditional country song and you know we played on it for a while and then i remember like being on instagram at like 2 a.m one night thinking of a girl that i wanted to, to sing it with so i'm just scrolling through instagram of like different female artists or whatever and i found this girl ray gibson from canada and sent it to her she ended up loving it and we got her to feature on it and through that she knew a guy from an agency in Nashville from CAA and that was one of the first times that they've heard of me because I sent the song to her in Canada right so it's a very kind of a crazy story with that song that is pretty rad how do you feel about that oh that's I was uh, really unique hearing you know if you write a song you have your you have it in your head a certain way you hear sure. someone else's take on that um, is it's a really cool thing at first there's a little bit of like at first, you don't want to let it go just because you're like, ah. That's mine. That's yeah, mine. Yeah, it's not even like, I just, I, once I heard it, and like I went over to his house, and uh, he played me the whole EP, and I was like, dude, this is this is really freaking good. Like, this is going to be good stuff, and uh, and it has been. It's been that's really that's what I would have to say that most of the stuff that, that I've heard that was written by songwriters, and they put their own feel on it, like, uh, I hate saying that, the whole Sam Hunt thing, the, um, what's that album called? Uh, Montevillo? Yeah, no, no. Behind the Pines was yeah, a mixtape before yeah, that? that? Yeah, that one. And you hear those songs and you hear the, 
the other artists come out with them, and they're pretty much the same damn song. Yeah. I mean, the idea, I mean, that's probably, I always wondered if that's kind of the thing that, hey, man, I wrote this song, and here's my lyrics, uh, and this is the music that goes with it, and this is the tempo, and this is the hook, and this sure. is the chorus. Like, but then, but when I listen to that stuff, it's all pretty much the same. Yeah, I, I, think band. It, I think it depends on the artist. You know, a lot of songwriters in Nashville, like you said, write the song, and the artists do it to a T, how it was done. Right. But it depends on the artist. I mean, if, if you're a true artist, you want to make it your own. Yeah, I'm curious. I just found out last week that that Morgan Wallen did some writing for um, Jason Aldean's song. I heard you guys pl- playing it. Or I didn't know he wrote that. It's so weird because coming in here, we have we have all these all these emerging artists that come in here. And Morgan was back here in I want to say November December of last year, and he played with CJ Solar. Mm. And CJ Solar wrote Up Down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they had never met before. That was the first time they met. Was when they played here. Huh. And I like special things that was I, I that was probably one of the coolest things that i've ever experienced yeah. is a guy that wrote it never met the guy and here they are sharing a stage together yeah. i thought that was pretty neat that's like um i don't know if you know for me with john bellion he's a songwriter but he wrote the hook for uh eminem and rihanna's um uh, monster. monster really and he couldn't even get tickets to see eminem Damn. when he was in new york and he wrote the course of the song i mean they never met but he picked it up and wow changed his life a lot but he couldn't that mailbox couldn't get money yeah yeah i mean that wouldn't be too bad. Speaking of sharing the stage tonight, we're gonna you're you're, you're gonna pop up there for a little yeah, bit. I'm gonna do 15 minutes, play a couple songs, have some fun, and uh, try to get everybody warmed up. First show in Vegas. First time in Vegas. First, and sorry, for, and, no, and first for time show, and first show. So. First time, first wow. Yeah, so, and you just happen to be out here for, for a wedding or a something wedding, like that. Yeah, and uh, I didn't even know that. I knew that they were out west, but I didn't know where they were. And uh, he messaged me the other night and said, "Are you gonna be in Vegas on Friday?" And I said, "Yeah." And he's like, "Dude, come to the show." And so. I'm, uh, I'm here for this, and then the bachelor party is actually later tonight uh, for my cousin who's getting married tomorrow. So you got a you got a full rack tonight. Be, it will be a busy night, but it'll be great. And That's I'm awesome. Happy, I'm happy to be. But here. I'm surprised I'm gonna be like, hey man, you know, play yeah. a couple songs tonight. It's yeah, gonna be yeah, very yeah. cool. Carter asked me, and I was like, ah, uh, I don't have before, right, but I, I appreciate that you <laughs> heard nothing of, of no, very cool. Do, so no, this be... is this is like he said, this is family, man. Mm-hmm. It's kind of one of those things where if he comes in and, I, um. Dude, we're just gonna throw yeah. it out there. And I mean, I'm not worried about it. No, I mean, I think it'll be fun. I'm, I'm really I love that it's it. Anthony's first time in Vegas, and he's playing a show his first time too. That's right. very cool. The, yeah. the very first time I was in Vegas, I opened for Brantley Gilbert, and I'm sorry I'm not as cool as him, but <laughs> cooler, <laughs> cooler. You got a bigger name, man, around here. You're working name. on it, dude. Yeah, absolutely. If you could, if you could pick one of the songs off the new stuff that you have, is there is there one that just hits home that that you hope to push a certain way that. Skylines is probably my favorite song. Yeah, but I love I love all the songs in this next record. I mean, it was a lot of fun making them, you know, over time. But that's probably my favorite one. How long was that writing process for for all of those? It 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 depends on the song. Like some of them, I'll write in a night, or you know, I'll write a verse or something and come back to it six months later and be like, okay, this wasn't it didn't suck as much as I thought it did. <laughs> I meant these in a sense. Are you on the road when you're writing these and just kind of like taking notes and then coming back? Or do you have to have a, a place we like to hang out and write? A lot of times it's at home. Like I like to start by myself, at least with an idea. And then when you start to, to work with other people. So we were talking to Anthony. Um, he wrote Whiskey and Wine. And then we came back on this EP and we co-wrote Skylines and a song called Another Lie together. And I'm excited for both of those. That's awesome. So you get you get done. Are you done after Texas? You go back to Nashville yeah. then? Well, or go, back to Ohio? Back to Ohio for probably a week, and then we're going to go play Pittsburgh and Cincinnati and Columbus, and then probably head to the East Coast. That's 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 pretty cool, man. I like the fact that you're on the road a lot more than, it seems like you're on the road a lot more than you were before. Well, we are now. There was a good you know six months where I didn't have an agent, 
so we weren't doing a whole lot. I was just at home writing and, and drinking far too much. And then you get on the road and you still drink just as much. but <laughs> Just in a different town. Yeah, but at least we're working. Yeah. You're getting paid to drink then. Yeah. You're getting paid to do what you love. Yeah, absolutely. So where do you live? In- I live in Columbus as well. I'm originally from West Virginia, but uh, I live in Columbus for the last five or six years. You plan on hitting Nashville anytime soon? Or what's, uh, what, what's behind you? I a good bit just to try. It's an easy drive to, from Columbus. But uh, yeah, I play down there every once in a while, write some and... Uh, yeah, but I that's, like I like Ohio. It's pretty cool. That's cool. I mean, I um, what's the big club in Ohio? Um, there's a couple. I'm playing at the Bogey Inn on May 27th in Columbus. No shameless plugs there, right? <laughs> no shame. <laughs> out of out of all the places that you go, I mean, just throw Stonies out of the because I already know that's going to be your pick. But like, right. do you do you love the West Coast more? Do you love? I do. Your it's home, it's so crazy because as much love as we get in Ohio, we get just as much or more in California and Las Vegas and. I don't want to say that it means more, but it's really cool when, you know, you didn't grow up next to these people and they're just, right. they're singing your songs. And they're tagging along with you guys. What was it last night with Salt Lake? Yeah, Salt Lake and Salt Lake and Idaho before that. And I stopped in the middle of the show. I'm like, what do you guys want to hear? And they said Ohio and they screamed every word. I'm like, what are you doing? Right. This is very cool. That's pretty neat though. When, when, when you can do that. I mean, I, I remember the first time I want to say the first time you ever played here, you had open, just open for Sam Hunt. Mm-hmm. And then came here, and it was a totally different experience. I remember, uh, I'm going to throw you under the bus right here. Oh, I remember great. something that you said to me. Was, I used to was, drink even more. Come on, <laughs> I think the words were... Sometimes um, it would degenerate. Go ahead. <laughs> I think you said something along the lines of, I'm still on a high from last night. Yeah. And I was like, dude, this, this, <laughs> I don't have Sam Hunt here, bro. I can't help you out like that. But it was still a fun time. I mean, we yeah. had a good time. But we're, we're definitely not going to be 10,000 or 6,000 or 5,000 people. We can't hold that many people. But, right. but that, I mean... Do you enjoy playing? Um, that's, that almost came out wrong. Do you enjoy opening for another band? Do you like going out there on your own and being your own headliner per se? And I used to love opening for bigger artists so much because you get that you know exposure and you you meet a lot of new people and gain a lot of new followers, which is cool. But I'm learning to love you know headlining my own shows now because sure. I mean when people come to see you, it's kind of a different experience, you know. Absolutely, I could I could I could totally get that. And the fun thing about here is, I mean. I th- I don't remember what year that show was. Mm, 2016, maybe? Okay, so you've been playing here two years? Mm, Maybe even 15, I don't know. I don't have to go look that one up. What do you think, girl? You know it all. Smarty pants over here. Sweet. Um, What's up next for you? Going to record anything? You going to put out some of your own music? Yeah, I have have plenty of uh, of music out there. Uh, I've done two singles in the last six months, and so I have a... Hard time figuring out whether to do a single or try to do an EP or an album, and so uh, right now just writing, still writing and uh, playing a bunch and all that stuff. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's the life. You play it, play in Ohio a lot. Yeah, or? I play all over. I'm playing West Virginia, and I played in Texas last month. When do you go, when you go out, do you do all your original stuff? Do you do some covers? I do, I do covers and originals. Yeah. I, I like doing originals, but you got to throw some covers in there for familiarity. When you're new, exactly. I've noticed and, that. Yeah, people. Uh, there's not many places you go where people want to hear just originals. They at least want to hear something that they know. And if you can put your own spin on it and then lead them into your songs, it usually helps out. I can tell you that we've had a couple artists here that have singles on the radio that have done very well. This is uh, I have a segment on, if you ever go to Country AF Radio in the top left corner, there's a bunch of podcasts. But there's a section on there called Without Naming Names. We talk about good, bad, and indifferent. Yeah. But we don't name any names. Oh. But we have an artist that came in here that had a single that, um, I don't know if it went number one at all, but played that song one other song and everything else was a cover i was like what the hell's uh, going on man mm-hmm. like people want to hear your other stuff i mean i could have hired a cover band right 
Right. And I don't usually do covers unless I can. I feel like I can add something to it, make it a little different. Like I'll probably do a, um, <clears throat> excuse me, an InSync song to kick it off. Just because tonight, it, yeah, tonight, that's just, awesome. Just to just to warm it up, get people going, and then I'll do a couple of originals, get out of the way, and let let Carter take over. Um, but you know, just something to have fun. And I think that's perfect. Yeah. I I wasn't saying that in the sense that it's a bad thing. No, I was no, just no. saying in the sense that I mean, like, um, I've watched your show a few times. I mean, it's like the perfect. Everything's perfect about it in that sense. And then there's some artists that are out there that they don't have a bag of tricks. Right. So you sit back and, and right. wonder what's next. Which is crazy to do a, a full show of almost covers when you're, you have a number one or close to number one. It's happened a few times. And That's I just wild. sit back and I'm in awe because I know they have other music right. and I've listened to the other music. And for me, it's kind of like I, I, I don't understand the thought process behind it. I mean, the, the idea is is that you know you're so damn social that, that, that people follow you and when when you get that that gleam in your eye when they sing your songs mm. and the only way they could have ever heard it because it's not radio right it's either going to be country af radio or it's going to be um because they follow you and you're yeah. social and you put it out there and we i'll go back to the early 2000s i used to um interview bands on a regular basis in a different genre but like one of the questions i always asked is like um the whole mp3 in the streaming world how it's changed everything i mean like your next album put are you going to put anything out on a cd or vinyl or anything like that or are you going to stay state digital stay think, straight digital i think we'll make a small amount of cds and vinyl and stuff like that just you know just some listeners love to have something physical to hold on to something yes. i can sign and keep and i'm the same way like i'll still buy a cd now and then just just to have it you know what i mean Right, absolutely. I like the the vinyl thing. I might be a little bit of a vinyl whore. <laughs> I go to a different town, and uh, one of the first things I look for is a record store, and I kind of just like walk around and see what's different. I like old music though. Like, I think I'm an '80s pop kid, so I I try and find stuff like the Cult and sure, absolutely weird shit like that. That's but cool. I, I love vinyl, and I know that a lot of the artists these days, like uh, Stephanie Quell's one of them. She just put out a limited run of vinyl mm -hmm. and i just think that's the coolest thing in the world for your artists i mean I, i'm sure they would i mean your fans i've yeah it's, it's very cool i mean you, to put a package together with some t-shirts and a vinyl and you know yeah. tickets to a show or something yeah you got merch tonight yeah we uh, uh i don't know we'll see how much we have left after being on the road for a month but yeah we should have some things how do you catch up with that you have to like really go back home to pick that stuff no, we, up again? we just hit our guy i think last time we were here we had a shipment to Stonies, so we, we might get another one before texas that's sweet. I hope you do because I know that that's a lot of bread and butter. It is. It's uh, it's very helpful. I mean, when you know you buy T-shirts and stuff, that keeps us going. So we appreciate it. You a Supercross fan? Um, yeah, man. Bikes are cool. <laughs> <laughs> that was loaded. That was totally loaded. Dude, tell people how to find you online. Um, the Instagram is just at Carter Winter. Facebook Carter Winter Music or CarterWinter dot com. You can find everything, all the tour dates, all the music, anything you need to know. Sweet, Anthony. Yeah, mine's uh. Everything's at a Mossberg, anthonymossberg.com. It's all, all on there. I'm looking forward to seeing you tonight, dude. Yeah, I'm, I'm very thankful for you guys letting me be here and uh, play a couple songs. And uh, you got to put somebody terrible out there at first. So <laughs> the headliner sounds that much better. Yeah, 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 I don't know yeah. which yeah. one of you guys said we that the first. Out. It was me. No. Well, no, he said it first, but we meant different things by it, I think. Yeah. We were, I mean, we were talking earlier, and I'm like, man, we should just you know, shit talk each other the whole oh, time. Yeah, we didn't, we didn't do too didn't much do of that, that, but. Dude, you know what was funny is um, uh, I. When he, he told me, or asked, or whatever, when, when he asked me, and I was like, I've never done it before. Fuck it, let's do it. Yeah. And he's like, right on, thanks. Then I go, you got to introduce me. He goes, right on, wait, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> totally, like, yeah. stopped. I think that should be part of the deal, don't you? So we, <laughs> we, we had, um, we played 
um, and Nintendo 64 a while ago, and we would play <laughs> these games and we'd have bets on them. Oh, and man. Here we go. He lost one time, and he's supposed to wear clown shoes yeah. out to dinner. So we should mix it so he has to wear clown shoes and introduce me. <laughs> Where are we going to get clowns? I, don't know. I just think we should just do half of it, and, and he should introduce you. I mean, you guys are really it, good friends. I, your guys I, I think it's enough to get him, you know, sitting here with you on the radio, yeah. playing the show. I think I've done <laughs> enough today. I didn't not, say that. You're not selling me right now. That doesn't work very well. This I like the idea. Guys. I, I'm just happy to be here. I want to introduce myself. And now, <laughs> six foot six. <laughs> Coming at you hot. First time in Vegas. Bench presses, two Cadillacs. Dude, and Kaz is working tonight. Dude, that sucks. All right, well, we'll make Carter do it. You cool with that? I'm fine with I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that uh, even a little bit. <laughs> just say it. <laughs> uh, he'll, he'll go up there and be like, this, stand on the side. He'll stand on the side by the ramp yeah. and just go, this <laughs> answer. Exactly right. People are like, is that a person? What does that sound? Actually, you'll probably be sitting in the green room. So That's right. This mic work back here? That's right. I would do it. No, it's very cool. Whatever happens is fine with me. That's cool. What yeah. do you drink? My drink of choice lately has been Jack and Ginger Ale. I was on like an eight-week diet thing, and that was my go-to, and it still is. I don't think I had a drink for how long until last weekend? Probably a good six months. Didn't have a drink until last weekend. I I went to Jameson. He's my friend. I I, I usually (laughs) especially because I was trying to be just like this clean-eating whatever stuff for eight weeks, and uh, yeah, Jack and Ginger Ale was just a lot easier to do, and then... Bud Light all night long. I'm not quite as full by the end of the night. So. I don't have to worry about that because I just don't drink beer. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I get it. Yeah. But every once in a while, yeah, it happens. Like, Dude. I'm here for a bachelor party, and my cousin you're, right off the bat, he's like, hey, here's a beer. I'm not going to say, no, like, no, Chris, you're getting married. This is your weekend. He's getting married in Vegas? Tomorrow, yeah. Where at? I don't, don't know. You're just here. You just flew in and said, <laughs> fuck, and I'm doing a show. Yeah. Dude, you're like I didn't a rock know I was star. I be here until like this morning. Dude, think about that. That's a rock star lifestyle right there. Dude, I'm going to play a show in Vegas, first time, bachelor party. Are you the best man, too? I'm not. Dude, we'll, we'll kick just, that guy's yeah, ass. Get, get him out of here. Yo, you guys are brothers. No, Anthony's, <laughs> Anthony's actually really good friends with uh, another country artist, Trent Harmon. Who's the, you know who I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah he won, He's won super one cool, but... uh. Yeah, he's one of Anthony's friends, and I always bust his balls. Yeah. I said, "Oh, so Trent Harmon's your best friend? Huh? Is that that's that's where it is?" First thing I saw him today, he said, "Oh, so you, you and Trent Harmon are best buddies?" Huh? I said, <laughs> "Whoa, I mean, we're good buddies." Oh, okay. He's played here before, has he really? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. He's uh, we we met we both were out in L.A. for The Voice before he was on American Idol, right. and neither of us got through. And then we've just been friends ever since. And that's, then, he um he came here and did this song called "Her." Yeah, yep. Jesus Christ, it's it's. It's good. He, Dude. I, he was just in, in Cincinnati, and uh, I drove out there to see him, and uh, we hung out. And he, he played it, and it was a songwriter's round with some uh, Sarah Evans and... Uh, a couple little people. Couple, yeah, <laughs> no one knows. But like, he, he played that one in his second song, and I had heard it, but hearing it live is, is just... Uh, he did it down in the Rebel Lounge. I filmed, I put up on YouTube as a country Las Vegas thing that we have here, and I literally sat there and was like, Jesus Christ, man! Yeah. Like the storytelling and the way, and just I think the intro. I'm like, dude, who is this dude? Like, yeah. what what are you doing? Like, where'd you come from? But I can tell you, and you can let him know. Like, um, we put up uh, Chandelier. Mm-hmm. We played it. Uh, we had so many complaints. We pulled it. Really? Yeah. We had people like, dude, stay in your lane. We're like, like, this isn't. No. Yeah. Yeah. They're just like, there's no way you can do yeah. that. So we literally pulled it from. Yeah. Because it was well, bad. And that's hard with, with him is because his voice is so high. Like, well, that's what we're yeah. talking about. Like, maybe it's because we both like have low voices. Right. I hear people singing high and I'm like, how do they do that? Um, but and he's so effortless with it. Yeah. And, and it's it's crazy. Um, but yeah, it's 
I think if I had a high voice like that, I might be like, man, these guys that sing low, I wish I could do that. Um, but yeah, he can kill it. You do have a low voice, Carter. Like yeah, Subaru. there's some stuff, but I mean, I try to hit a falsetto now and then, just yeah, just totally to try, just to try it, <laughs> just to try it. You no, know, actually, how I practice. There's a a Chris Young song. It was one of his first after uh, Nashville Star. If you guys remember that, the show he was on. Like, I do remember that show ten years ago, but. There's a song called Drinking Me Lonely, and he hits a falsetto part in there, and I practice that, and that's how I how that's, I learned to do it. That's kind of cool. Yeah. You should do your first two songs in all falsetto. I'll try it. Just jump the key up like five. I'll try it. You won't. <laughs> Dude, he won't even introduce no, you. No. Like, now Just all of a sudden, me in falsetto, no, I'll never do that. <laughs> like super, super high. I'll give you a shot, dude. Oh, man. Another. I don't see any problem. How long is this radio interview? Six hours. <laughs> Dude, we got 17 more minutes. <laughs> we're not even recording. This is just the one. Oh, no, yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> Great. All right, we're out.